And we're live. It's episode 39. We're live from Atlanta and Detroit. The Everybody Mad the Live podcast. It's Thursday, February the 11th, 2021. It's still Black History, thus the colors, the colors and things. Day 22 of the Biden administration and also three days, three days, Kenya, until on Valentine's Day. Good evening. It's Sad Lover. Welcome to the show. What's happening? I'm Kenya Kaveen. Thank you so much for checking out the Everybody Mad Live podcast. We got a great show lined up for you. We got a special guest, my girl Nina, nationally syndicated radio personality. She's going to be joining us for a dope discussion on the pros and cons of social media. Plus, we're going to be talking about Gorilla Glue. Seems that she had her surgery yesterday. We're going to be talking about yeah. impeachment trial. Nice T.I. You said what? I said, nice little update on her because uh, she's been going. 2021 has not been Gorilla Glue Girl year because uh, <laughs> that glue been in her hair since January. You, <laughs> it's already Black looked, History Month. She looked like just hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't she? <laughs> yeah, she do. She, she do. She do. She done had a bad year. We're also going to be t- talking about uh, a possible uh, versus that we all want to see, but we wonder how they going to do it. The Tupac and Biggie uh, versus. We'll talk about that. And also uh, the other guy in that, we're going to talk about Lauren London and Diddy and all that good stuff. So we got a nice little show ahead of us. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I had a good week. I've I've had a good weekend. Uh, Last weekend was pretty good. It was real chill and had a real good week. Very productive week. uh, Trying to get some things together down here in the A. So everything's good, man. And trying to move so I won't catch COVID again, bro. In these LA streets. Right. I'm hearing people can catch it twice. So like that's. That's the other thing, too, is, uh, well, you know, we postponed my birthday trip from last week, but I'm um, looking forward to uh, kind of getting out of it at some point. But, like, I'm I'm, I'm going to have my vaccine some point, some point in Black History Month. I'm, I'm going to get that vaccine because I'm so tired and cooped up. You know, we ain't had a trip since last birthday. Yeah. Uh, trip. So, I'm, so I'm really ready to get out and uh, just kind of begin to live life because this is the pits. This is the pits. I know it is. So now what do you all say, like, when you see people like you know moving in atlanta i don't know if we've discussed this or not but like are you thinking to yourself like the mofos down there like they just having fun and all this kind of stuff i hope they catch covid i mean like what's your thought process with that well i wouldn't wish covid on anybody but like it it is frustrating because like part of part of getting through this pandemic is that like we all have to think as a group we got to think collectively we got to move as a group and certain things you got to do it ain't because of you it ain't because like about your own personal preferences. It's, it's about doing it for the whole good. And this whole pandemic has been about making a sacrifice here so that the greater good, we all can start doing some stuff. So that's what we're thinking. And then too, you know, we we, we got hit hard early. Detroit got hit hard early, but we're thinking, all right, so if we all do our part, if we're all wearing our mask, if we're all social distancing, if we're all just chilling out, if we're going those vacations and just chilling out for a minute, then we'll get back to normal. Thing yeah. is, like nobody chilled out until we got to normal. So it's like we never had that shutdown and never got to that thing. So meanwhile, we're thinking we're doing the right thing and, and foregoing and making sacrifices and ain't nobody else doing the same thing. So it's like it's almost like it feel like we wasted our, our year because y'all down in Atlanta was not doing that. And y'all down in Florida <laughs> wasn't doing nothing. So it's like, hey, I thought we all were sacrificing. Why y'all ain't sacrificing? Right, Why right. Y'all sacrifice. Yeah, because I mean, I have friends that are out in L.A. and they see like pictures of what's popping in Atlanta and everybody's at the club having a good time. We're going to talk about what went down for Super Bowl weekend in Tampa because it was lit down there. I mean, like it was was on swole. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, people, they were like, COVID what? You know, so (laughs) (laughs) so it's just, you know, like but, but they when they see, you know, what's going on, they're like they just can't really 
fathom, you know, just living life like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they're like cooped up in their homes. Yeah, we're the same way. We're the same way. It's like, well, well, well some people people have mentioned, but even if we weren't that same way, it's the fact that our government has placed limits on stuff that is even able to be open. So just like in LA, like they 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 got a complete shutdown because they're way worse now. But we were to that point. We're we're still restaurants can't open no more than twenty five percent on the inside, still in Michigan. Wow. So. And, and I know y'all in Georgia never went to that point. You know what I'm saying? But that's where we still are. We just opened restaurants back up on the indoor dining on February 1st. So that so we've been shut down since uh, November. Yeah. Shouts out to Michael McKenzie uh, watching the show and everybody joining us on the show. Everybody, man. We got a um, couple things, too. Uh, please, please help us out. Share some black voices. We're a black voice. I think I'm black. King is black, too. You know what I'm saying? So please share us, like or subscribe us or wherever you are. Or also, uh, you might be checking us out on Facebook now or YouTube later or wherever you are getting your podcast from. Please make sure you like us or share us wherever that is. So that way we can help expand black voices. Because that's the thing. We want as many black people telling our stories as possible. So this helps us and help out somebody else, too. If you see a black podcast out there, share it. Share it. Definitely share it and make sure that you listen to us too on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart app, wherever you get your podcast, make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you hit that thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube, right? With that being said, let's go ahead and jump everything off because like I said, we got an action-packed show. Got a lot to talk about. Say, you ready, brother? I'm ready. Let's roll. All right. Well, Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. Tampa Bay was the first city to play and host. Buck fans flooded the streets after the big win, celebrating with Tom Brady for his seventh Super Bowl championship ring and the franchise's second Super Bowl win. Now, of course, nobody, nobody was worried about corporate guidelines because the city was on swole. As you can see, the parties were jumping off everywhere. Going by, first of all, promoters in the square. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Right. Wear your mask. Yeah. Promoters were coming from everywhere to get it popping down in Tampa and throwing right. all these parties. I saw, I saw promoters from Savannah throwing yeah. parties down in Tampa. Yep. That's the thing now. Like, 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 even in Detroit. Like, I'm not going to tell their secret, but but I know a lot of people who have physically left Detroit. Um, now, I don't know if their move is permanent, but they literally have, have been living in Atlanta for the last six months because they're party promoters. They can't promote no parties in Michigan because we've been really shut down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's wide open like legs in Atlanta and Florida. So they've been... Uh, <laughs> They done moved down there to so so they can start doing some stuff. But it's the craziest thing. And you see Tampa is is, is crazy. Man, look, not a look at that. Where the mask at though? That's all I want to know. Where mask at? No mask, man. They definitely got it popping out. The official Super Bowl party, the after party went down at the Florida Aquarium, had Ludacris and Migos. They were performing live. There were tons of celebs in Tampa for all the Super Bowl parties. The City Girls with their money back. Yo, uh, 2 Chains, Rick Ross, uh, Tyga, and Fresh from being parted. Your boy Kodak Black was in the audience <laughs> doing his thing at a lot of the parties, too. And everybody was like, dang, you know, like Kodak yeah. like, came back. And then that's uh, uh, what I was laughing at was uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady uh, uh, was S-faced. And here he is now. He's literally throwing the trophy from one boat to another. So, like, you know Tom Brady was on one. Uh, Tom Brady, how, how old is he? 43. But, like, I ain't never seen Tom Brady just at the point to where, like, he has to have help uh, walking. Look at him. Look at the legs. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I will say this. 
he deserves to. He deserves a party. He deserves to. If he deserves that, bro. I've never been a Tom Brady fan at all, but yeah, congratulations on his what fifth Super Bowl or is that the seventh? Uh that is his seventh. seventh, seventh Super Bowl championship ring. Yeah, congratulations, but yeah, you support Trump, so yeah. I'm, well, I'm, you know, I'm not really a football man anyway. Um, you know, I could care less. I didn't even watch the Super Bowl, bro. Um, it was, was boring. Yeah, I, I did uh, check in for the weekend Super Bowl performance, uh, which was it was interesting. I, I thought it was dope. You I know, with like the room and everything, but I mean, it was just, it was I, you know, it, it, was, just, like it. it was, it was I. I didn't like anything about nothing. I didn't like the weekend. I didn't like the cinematography, especially that last scene. Like, like, I, I don't know what it is about the weekend, but, but his artistry, I just ain't a fan of it. I like him as a person because he spends his money and he supports causes and yeah. that sort of thing. So, yeah. so stuff like that has never, never lost on me. But as far as like sitting down and really enjoying. Um, the weekend, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this must have been one of those cases where Jay Z was playing checkers or chess because uh, I had no idea why he selected the weekend. Because like really, r- really and truly, they should have picked some of the people. Because uh, well, I'm not even sure if you watched the, the the beginning of the game, but Jasmine Sullivan and her, uh, both of those performances, I could have stopped watching them because at that point, like those those were the artists who I was interested in seeing. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I was definitely here for Jasmine Sullivan and her. I uh, love both of their artistry. They're just amazing, talented artists. And I felt like it was a good look for Jasmine Sullivan because she hasn't really gotten her just due in the music industry. You know, I feel like people really have lost weight? Yeah, she lost, she lost a lot of weight, but I know that, you know, she's battled with that whole weight loss. Mm-hmm. The whole weight struggle has been tough for her. You know what I mean? And I know that people, you know, like the record industry really didn't embrace her because of her problem with weight. You know, they, they didn't really put her out there because she's she was a big girl, you know, yeah. and that's unfortunate. But now, you know, you got artists like Lizzo that's, you know, kind of breaking barriers. So, you know, Jasmine Sullivan, now, baby, you can you can go ahead and eat your Popeyes now, baby. You can go, go ahead and get swole again, thanks to Lizzo. Right. You know what I mean? But anyway, so uh, now what about uh, uh, Britt Reed? What, what's that all about, Seth? Uh, you know, Andy Reed is the Kansas City Chiefs head coach. Uh-huh. His son, Brett Reeves, um, was one of the assistant coaches. Uh, Thursday, uh, before the Super Bowl, he had an accident. He was mm-hmm. drinking, actually had uh, uh, hit, a, hit a vehicle, injured two, two children in the uh, crash. One of them is a five-year-old, and she's on life support right now as we speak. What? So uh, he had a substance abuse issue, drinking, because he had an issue in 2008 as well, uh, where he uh, was arrested for DUI. Um, so now, what, 13 years later, uh, there's another case of uh, driving while under the influence. Uh, he even told the officer that he uh, had a few beers or a few drinks or whatever before he had the incident. But um, yeah, that was a Thursday before Super Bowl. So he wasn't allowed to coach in a Super Bowl. They've released him from the organization. But that's just part of the cases that like, I believe in second chances, but like, man, like you already had a DUI that that that, that caused injuries in 2008, and here he is again now. Mm-hmm. Me, like, that's another case of white privilege. Like that, if we have a theme to yeah. our shows, like you know, what I'm saying, like that's one of the recurring themes. Is like white folks get to do stuff that we don't never get to do. Never Not get to do. I want to go out and 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 hurt somebody drunk driving, but just saying that there's a, always a different set of rules for every sort of uh, situation where there's somebody white involved. And I think the young lady, uh, the five-year-old, um, she is uh, obviously uh, my, a minority as well, so. Oh, gosh. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. 
and it's interesting that we haven't heard much about it. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with 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 the story about uh, Chad. Uh, what's his name? Um, Who beat uh, his uh, black Bill. girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with it. We 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 don't hear a lot about those stories. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when white folks do wrong, they'll they'll give you a little tidbits of it, but like they won't tell you the whole story. But like stuff like this, you got to go searching for it, and that ain't right. It ain't right because if a black person were to do it, I'm telling you, it will be on TMZ, it'll be on the world news, and it'll be on local news and all the blogs. You know, right. so it's this kind of like a double. It's a, you know what I'm saying, and it's second offense. Yeah, it's 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 a double standard. Just kind of like how they're forgetting this um this country artist that used the N word uh, oh, recently. Yeah. Uh, how you know everybody yeah, like his his record uh, radio station stopped playing him, but his record sales have jumped up. So like now he's still selling like you know, thousands and thousands of records. But here you go with Nick Cannon when he had his situation with Wildin' Out last year. And we're yeah. going to talk about that. You know, like everybody was like, no, let's cancel Nick Cannon. Let's cancel right. Nick Cannon. But you're going to forgive this dude, this white guy for using the N-word and being mm -hmm. really offensive with it. You know, come on now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. White privilege. We need to just go ahead and make just a, like just a part of the show's just got to be called white privilege. White privilege. We got to do that. Round up. <laughs> hey, let us know your thoughts on the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Leave your comments as we keep it moving and talk about this whole impeachment situation that's going down with Trump. Prosecutors claim that he had plotted, incited, and celebrated the U.S. Capitol insurrection. Their previously, uh, their previously unreleased video evidence showed a mob of overpowering police officers pleading for backup, lawmakers running for their lives, staffers hiding behind law doors, uh, rioters calling for Mike Pence to be hanged. I mean, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And Democrats plan to use more videos to press their argument and retell this attack on the Capitol. Seb, what's your thoughts, bro? Yeah, I, I think it's just utterly crazy how we're at this point. And then, like, to me, it was just funny. I'm not sure if you've watched any of it, but some of the stuff I've been riveted by because, like, really, it's been able to kind of give a timeline, like, not just of the day, but just mm -hmm. give a timeline of all the things that have happened over the course of, like, since the election has ended. You know what I'm saying? Like, since November, just constantly saying they've stolen this from us. They've taken us from us. you got to fight. you got to do this. So, like, they've been planting the seeds and actually showing the receipts of yeah. what's going on the last, really, since after the election. And now it's saying, like, you know what? If he hadn't have done this, none of this stuff would have happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Trump had not have done this stuff, January 6th would not have mattered. Because, like, January 6th is, is like, that's never been a special day. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. like, why did it suddenly become a special day? Because Trump made it to be something. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the fact that, like, the number two and the number three and the number four person were all in the same building together and they could have all gotten killed. You I'm know what I'm saying? Pay attention like, to the first like, group of assailants as they break um, Here... Um, this is some of the videos that they were showing um, during the impeachment and uh, just uh, some of the um, kind of actions uh, that was going on and um, what was happening real time with where people was and uh, that sort of thing. Um, I really love this sister right here. Uh, she's from uh, the she? um, Stacy Plaskett. Uh, she's okay. a representative from uh, the U.S. Virgin But here's uh, Mitt Romney right here. Uh, and that's the black support, the uh, officer. He telling Mitt to run the other way because Mitt was literally about to run into right into them, run right into. So he saved one person right there. There's Mitt running. <laughs> he saved there. He started um, to search. He's also saved um, some other people like Mike uh, Pitts was running. So like, it's just crazy how all this stuff has happened, and to see it happening, 
and if they just go forward and not make make a big deal of it, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. that shows you. Like I know we're, we're on we're, the left hand side of the right video, person. just inside That's the hallway it. is the door to the Senate right chamber. Yeah. All it is. And watch how Officer I just want him to be held accountable for his actions. Sandra agrees. Now his trumpets are trying to testify to against him. And right. towards the other Yeah, we talked about that last week where the uh yeah. where the shaman, the uh QAnon shaman, I mean he, he wanted to do so. Jerry said uh you can't be an impartial jury if you're conspiring with the defense lawyers. That's the thing, yeah. Uh, right after the case today, uh, they said that uh, Lindsey Graham and some of the other people uh, went directly to go meet with Trump's lawyers right after tonight's proceedings uh, ended. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they are not trying to call this fair and square. They're trying to do whatever they can do to make sure they guard their boy because they stand by a man. White privilege, man. The white privilege by, like, it don't even matter. Don't even matter what they do. Yeah, but he has to be held accountable for his actions, man. And if he doesn't, it's not going to. Once again, we talked about this last week. It's not going to be a good look for our country. People are going to feel like they can do and get away with everything if he is not held accountable for his actions. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the period. bottom line. That's yeah. the bottom line. Let us know your thoughts. Everybody Mad Live podcast. All right. So by now, I am sure that you heard about Gorilla Glue Girl. She's really not a girl, though. I mean, she's a grown-ass woman. Her name grown is ass woman. Yeah, a, yeah, a grown-ass woman. Her name is Tessica Brown, 40 years old. She's a Louisiana teacher that put Gorilla Glue in her hair to lay her hair down. And when she laid that shit down, that shit was laid. laid. And laid. It was laid permanently. Like, lay, lay. Lay, lay. Lay, lay. Stiff what? Stiff what? No. No, oh, stiff what? No need no. to do none of that. Like she ain't have to do none of that because she can feel none of it. Like it was hard, hard like a Barbie doll. You know what I'm saying? Man, it was messed up. But anyway, she went viral when she posted this video on TikTok. A lot has transpired since then. She's gone to the ER room. She finally got her ponytail chopped off. She has a few black surgeons volunteering to operate on her hair for free. She's got famous. She raised over fifteen thousand dollars on a GoFundMe. First of all, why would why would you give fifteen thousand dollars to her? I get it that you feel bad for her, but I mean, come on, like you said, what's that? I mean, it ain't one person, but it's like a collection of, of money. But yeah, I know, I realize, but it's just like I just don't understand, man. Like, okay, so anyway, you, got a heart. you said what? I said some folks got a heart. Yeah, but you know, I just feel like, well, I'll give you my opinion after I run through everything. But if you fast forward to now, the present, yesterday, uh, Michael Plastic Surgery of Beverly Hills, Dr. Michael Oberg. Uh, did I pronounce his name right? O or Oberg? Uh, I don't know. He's Nigerian, so I'm not real good with. Yeah, um, but he oversaw a four hour procedure that was finally able to remove Gorilla Glue from Tessica's hair. I'm over all of that. Because y'all really, like, they don't know me. I put it on social media to get help. Mm, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I totally get it. And I believe her. It's just like, I just feel like it's Gorilla Glue. Like, you, you know you're not supposed to put it on your skin. Like, it says that on the back of Gorilla Glue. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like... Why would you put it in your hair? And I know she has this whole argument of, well, you know, she thought that that was the right thing to do. And, you know, it didn't say anything about don't put it in your hair. But come on, you are an educator. You are a teacher. You are a leader. And you are putting 
something that is a, a an adhesive, a household adhesive. You're putting your that head. on in your hair. Like I just, and I know everybody got an opinion on it. And I feel bad for how things went down and how yeah. things have played out. But guess what? Everything is all good now because uh, this doctor actually uh, had the four-hour procedure and finally removed her hair, fixed her hair. The doc said that he used a great adhesive remover, aloe vera, olive oil, and acetone to break down the polyurethane. That's the main ingredient in the super glue. So, I mean, I get it. But then, you know, there's rumors going around that she might seek legal action against Gorilla Zoo. I don't believe she has a case. I, I just think that she's going to end up looking crazy. Oh, yeah. that, that's her hair now? Is that how she looks now? Yeah, yeah. This was after the uh, operation. Uh, E.T. Oh, thanks for that video. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was a four-hour procedure. They thought it was going to be like two or three days uh, for her to have to go through, but the uh, doctor was able to get it done and in four hours um she was able to run her fingers through her hair she said she hadn't been able to done that since uh the beginning of the year so she was excited about that um a little bit of anesthesia they had to put her under but they essentially said that it was just 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 a mixture and they just went through with the mixture so it looks like within a couple of uh maybe uh months or so she should start getting some uh regrowth but i guess now it's the thing like how her scalp gonna regrow how her hair is going to like, like, what is the repercussions? Because she said she's already been having excruciating headaches. Like, will mm-hmm. that continue? You know what I'm saying? Like, all in, all in the pursuit of just being beautiful or having perfect hair or whatever she she, she was trying to do. Like, yeah. it just didn't make sense to me. And, like, I've used spray adhesive before. I've used super glue before. And I know how super glue, when it sticks to your finger. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't want that. So, like, I would never get it around my hair because, like, it seems to me like it would just do irreparable damage. And I saw the video. We didn't show it here. But, like, <laughs> she sprayed it all over the head. And, yeah. like, like, like it, it, it was literally crazy. I, like, I couldn't understand why she would even <clears throat> go that far. <laughs> didn't make sense. But yeah. it is not funny. You got to forgive me. I'm, I'm, I'm just <coughs> I, I'm just kind of laughing, like, because at first, you know, like, just the way her head looked, it was like, damn, it was just slicked down. You know what I'm saying? Slicked down, like she was a uh, new school Barbie doll or something like. Yeah, that, that thing was, cool. was locked in, locked in, like. Yeah, that's it's messed up. But so now, what do you think about like her raising this money though? Because a lot of people are saying that she should give the money back. Um, I don't think she should give the money back. I mean, people, uh, uh, if, if people donated the money, then why should she have to give it back? Yeah, and and like honestly, it's usually small amounts anyway. Five dollars here, twenty five dollars here. Like people ain't really trying to get their money back like that. She did say what she'll use the money for is um, hairstyles. So she'll use it for uh, uh, wigs. Really, obviously, she's she's gonna have some issues uh, with her edges and and her scalp. Yeah. <laughs> so she's gonna need some wigs and things. But uh, she said she'll use that for that because the doctor ended up doing it for free. I think she was originally using the GoFundMe that would be able to pay for the uh, procedure, but the doctor in Hollywood, he actually uh, did it well. So um, maybe she comes out on the uh, uh, front end because uh, Jerry said stupid pays. Um, so maybe uh, she'll be okay. <laughs> but, but, but she got kids. She got kids. And and like she got an adult son, I know. I think she got some school-age kids and that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, wow. Sandra said she's special. We don't talk about special needs people. <laughs> well, you know, not to be outdone, there's another failed Gorilla Glue challenge. A Baton Rouge native by the name of Lynn Martin was convinced that Tessica was lying or exaggerating with the whole Gorilla Glue story. And um, actually, to prove his point, he did a Gorilla Glue challenge of his own. He What he did was he stuck 
a red plastic cup to his face only to realize he made a big mistake. He couldn't get it off. And I actually can't believe that he did this knowing all the drama that she went through. Here's right. a clip. I'm going to show y'all something. I got some Gorilla Glue right here. Super Glue, real. Dry sauce. I'm going to take it, put it on this cup, put it in my mouth. Then I'm going to be thinking and get it off. It's easy. Gorilla Glue, garbage. I'm telling you now. I feel like we need to clean it because you don't know what's crazy happening. Put it on here. <laughs> Ignorant, man. He uh, ended up in the uh, ER uh, after that. This dude actually believed that he could lick it right off. Doctors did manage to remove the cup, but it didn't involve like a painful peeling. They also told him that if he does not uh, actually heal correctly, that the tip of his lip will have to be taken off surgically. I mean, yo, that's what you get. Like, bro, like, why would you do that? Did you not read? the back of the Gorilla Glue when you did that. Look how stupid he looks. And then it just makes us look bad. Then on top of that, bro, you too old for that. I just feel like this was a reach. I feel like he was clout chasing. And it's sad. It's ridiculous. I feel like I feel like social media is dumbing down our culture, Seb. What's your thoughts? Like It's just some stuff that don't even make sense. I can't even make it make sense because but he had actually had an interview uh, with a TV station um, that tells a little bit of, of uh, why he to did it. boost a rap career or even just to go viral. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I would never want to stick no Gorilla Glue to my lip and have it stuck there and have to go through all the situations I went through. But you, did, to, <laughs> but you did, though. But you did. Everybody's on social media. Uh, it gets a lot of attention, and that's what's going on. I mean, we, we do. Uh, there's a lot of different challenges. So... I wouldn't say that I'm doing it to boost my career because people start a new challenge every day. You know, they start the mom challenge, the brother challenge. So what, if that's the case, why are those people doing it? You know, I mean, actually it's just a part of social media, but I didn't think it was going to go this far, you know, but if, oh it, if it doesn't, it doesn't, but that's not, that's Catch not that I last think. part. I don't if it helps, it helps. Like if this. it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, you got Valentine's hmm. Day coming up. I can't even kiss my old lady, you know, that ain't, that ain't, that's not what I'm trying to do. You clout chasing. You clout chasing, yeah. though. That's all Straight that up. was. It's ridiculous. It, it's really, it's really ridiculous, man. I just think that's sad. And this dude is like damn near 50 years old acting all like right. this. First of all, you over 50 doing challenges. Like, come on. Like, if you over if you over 35 doing a challenge, grow up, dude. I know. Go to work. Well, let's 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 get more into this. What we're going to do, let's let's talk more about this. I want to talk about this because there was a documentary on HBO that I checked out last week called Fake Famous. It caught my attention because it explores the world of social media influencers by turning regular people into Internet celebrities. Joining us for the conversation. This is my homegirl right here. I am so proud of her. She's an influencer and she's a dynamic personality, a nationally syndicated radio personality of the Jeff, of the Jeff Fox show. Let's welcome my girl. Nina. Hey, guys. Hey. 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 Kenya, you must have got the expensive glasses because yours don't have a glare like mine has a glare. <laughs> <laughs> you must have got that uh, that $20 shield on, on your glasses. That glass. shield for an extra $30, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was like, you want it for an extra $30? I was like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Nina, what's been going on, baby? How you doing? I, I've been good, chilling. Um, I'm in Dallas. I'm in Dallas right now. And because it's so cold, 
we had so many accidents today. There was one 75 car pile up I on one that. of our highways. It was scary as heck. Today felt like um, Final Destination visits Dallas. It was it was really uh, sad and kind of horrifying, but winter's almost over, so we're on the last leg. We can make it through. We can make it through. Because I know you all aren't used to that kind of weather in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Look, it could be January and we'd be in flip-flops and shorts. Like, right. this is not us. This is not right. us. I don't know where wow. this came from. I, I have no clue. Wow. Right. So, Nina, I know you just uh, saw us talking about uh, this whole gorilla challenge. What's, what's your thoughts on all this stuff that's going on with Gorilla Glue Girl and then got this dude right here who just did this challenge what's your take because i'm sure you've had to talk about it on your show okay first thing first don't do louisiana girls don't do us we'll just i realize we'll go to the extreme to try to look good you know girls from louisiana look good so she was trying to get the edges laid and it happened it just happened um uh now that second guy he should be on facebook i don't know why he was on Instagram. You said he was fifty. He look. He's about fifty years. Well, he what is he like? Forty three. Said. Yeah, I thought he was in somewhere in his forties. He's uh, in his forties, but, but he's too old. He's too old for that now. He's too old for the clout chase. At that point in life, you should already know who you are and not still trying to be establishing it or asking people to tell you who they think you are. It it was clout. It was clout, and it was sad. And I, I wondered to myself when I heard that story: Does he have kids? And and how disappointed are they in their dad? Because that's crazy. But we are in 2021. Unfortunately, things like that are no longer a surprise. Uh, Whatever. uh, We'll do whatever it takes to go viral. We'll do whatever it takes to make World Star or The Shade Room. And at this point, it doesn't matter how old you are, how mature you are. Everybody's doing it. Well, let me take the mature out because a mature person... Would not be doing half the things do that. that I see. Yeah, I take that back. I take that back. That's that's but a real good sad. point. Yeah, it's it is. Sad. It is. It's it is sad. So uh, saying kind of the same thing. Uh, striving to be famous. Sandra said uh, down there. Uh, we got Jerry said he probably broke ten thousand followers just because people want to see stupid. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's so. it. You did that for ten thousand. That's it. Right. That's cool. <laughs> And then I can see, I can see if your ten thousand followers were each donating a dollar. No, right? No, they're probably right. gonna mute you as soon as the challenge is over. So, I mean, yeah. pointless. pointless. So, so what's your take on social media as a whole? Because I mean, you are you're a personality and you're also an influencer at the same time. So, what what kind of impact do you think social media has on society as a whole? Is it negative or is it positive? Did one of you guys just say you felt like it was dumbing us down a little bit? I kind of agreed with that. But there are two spectrums to social media. You have the side where the clout chasers and people want to follow trends and, and, and they're trying to figure out who they are. But then you have that part of social media where I'm a business owner. I'm an established adult. All I'm trying to do is network and profit. So there are two angles to it, maybe more than that. It just depends on what side you stand on. Um, I know that I would be considered an influencer, but if I'm going to be a hundred percent honest, and I said that I would be tonight, I hate social media. I have this small agitation with people thinking that they know me 
um, I did an interview maybe two days ago and one of the followers that were watching the interview, I think they were trying to DM the other person, but they accidentally DM'd me and they were like, oh, great interview with Nina. I've been knowing her for a long time. I've never met this person a day in my life. <laughs> right. Wow. Never. So it's like a, an illusion. I just... I don't like that factor of, oh, I know Nina because I follow Nina because you have absolutely no clue who I am. And even what you see on my page, that's what I choose to post. That's what I want you to see. I could post the inspirational quote saying, hey, everybody be happy, choose happiness while I'm in tears pressing post. So yeah. it's just a big world of illusions if yeah. that's the perspective or the angle of social media that you choose to stand on, you know? Yeah, I kind of agree too uh, as a uh, profession like i have to be on social media not, not just from running accounts and things to. like that and staying in yeah. contact with people not just running brands but my own personal brand and it just gets exhausting and and i'm the type of dude i'm not even going to post post what i think you want to see i'm not going to post post just the great things going on in my life i'm just trying to like it's just overwhelming trying to think of all the things that you have to post because you have to be able to get out content so like now like it's not even about just just like what's the post it has to be a perfect post and then it has to be content that's going to drive uh some traffic and, and then your caption thing. has to be engaging the caption has to be all that all oh. that it's, it's so overwhelming i can yes. do social media it's so much and then i know there's a point like there's a fine line between the content that i want to post because yeah. this is who i am but I'm gonna post the content that I know is gonna get the most likes and the most right. engagement. Like, because you're at the end of the day, you're trying to get your followers up and more engagement. So it's almost like, I, this this is what pisses me off. People sexualize me and I hate that. And I go to my page all the time and I'm like, okay, let me make sure I'm not posting anything, anything crazy to make them think this of me. But I could be posting a, a video of me serving the homeless and I'll have somebody in my comments talking about, damn, that ass. And I'm like, like, what more do you want from me? Like, what do I have to do? But I'm learning now that I can't change who my followers are or what they think of me. I need to go ahead and post what I'm going to post because this is my brand. But, you know, sometimes if we're going to be honest again, what your followers say or what people on the Internet say can get to you. And I would be lying if I said I don't let it get to me. I would mm -hmm. be lying. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever had a bad experience with that where, you know, like, you know, somebody said something and you just kind of were like, you know, it kind of pissed you off, you know, like it hurt your feelings. My followers are kind of nice to me. Uh, which is good so i haven't had a super horrible experience yeah. um the only thing that i don't like is because social media is full of opinions people automatically think if your post doesn't align with how they operate in their life i have to post my contradict i mean i have to post my opinion or i right. have to post why i don't think you're right and i tell my people all the time my page is my page it's not your journal don't come telling me how I should live or what you disagree with. I posted this because this is what I wanted to post, but that's the one thing I hate. It's so opinionated. Like, and yeah. these are opinions that you're not asking for. Like, my right. page is not the shade room. Like, this is not a this is not that. That gets on my nerves, but you can't help it. Like, what am I gonna do? Turn the comments off? No, because I want the engagement. Right. But you, you can't control the engagement, like, or can you? 
really can't. Right. Well, you know, I'm going to get back to the documentary because the documentary actually shows. I don't know if you all had a chance to check it out yet, Amina and Seth, but it shows. I, have, I got the trailer here. What is it oh, called? It's called Fake Famous. It's, it's really good. Like, I, I really love it, especially because you're especially because of your opinion on social media. You're going to be like, wow, this this is good. OK. Yeah. Let's, let's right, we're going to check out some of the trailer. Like I want to, I feel like I deserve to. You know what I'm saying? Three, two, one. More than any other occupation on earth, kids in America say they want to be famous influencers. When they look at these influencers and they think, "Wow, this is an amazing life," but people don't realize. Most of the time, it's not real. Should we do some cucumbers? I love it. But is that number of how many followers you have actual fame? We want to do an experiment to see if we can take some random people and make them fake famous. Online, you can pretty much buy anything you want, including fake friends. There are hundreds of millions of them blending in online, and most people can't tell them apart from you and me. My Instagram is crazy. The more fake accounts you buy, the more fake likes and comments you need on your posts. So exhausting. It's very competitive. I take like anti-anxiety pills, but I mean, who doesn't? Will their life change for the better? We've got a lot of followers, so I'm getting some free stuff. Or are there unintended consequences for the worse? I want to be famous for being me. You want to be famous for being you? People take Instagram too seriously. And I wish I could make my Instagram bio. Please don't take it seriously. There's so much that goes into portraying something that's not really there. It's a complete circus. So it's kind of interesting with this right here because it, it breaks down everything. And it, it actually shows how, like, some of these social influencers, they actually can make, like, $250,000 if they got a million followers per post. Somebody like Kylie Jenner, she can make a million dollars for one post. So I want to ask both of you, do you think that the idea of being an influencer, is it a good idea to be an influencer as a career choice for some for some of the young people out there? Like, would you say, yeah, you should be a you should be an influencer or should they totally stay away from it? How great is it that we get to tell Okay, I guess I'm I'm more so thinking about the word influencer, influence. Who are you influencing? What what are you presenting on your platform? What do you stand for? Like, you know, um I feel like if you are living with a purpose and you're just trying to, you know, get that out there, cool. Be an influencer. I love following Viola Davis. I know she's like an actress and legendary, but I consider her an influencer on social media because the things that she posts, they really move my spirit. They move my soul. It's so positive. Like she makes me get up in the morning and say, I'm black woman. I have to be strong today. I can do this. Like that's an influencer to me. But I mean, you also have the influencers that influence you to do the dumbest things like Gorilla Glue or the Silhouette Challenge or so what are you influencing people to do is my question and if you have a positive answer or an answer that somewhat just aligns with you really giving back to society cool have at it go at it but there's always an opposite opposite side of the spectrum and unfortunately I feel like we see more of that side than the positive side on social media. But I got a question for both of y'all. Now, to be honest, y'all ain't never used how many followers y'all got to like get a free pair of shoes or like (laughs) a sweatshirt or like, you know, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's why I can't really hate on it because 
you know, coming from the whole radio aspect and, you know, yeah. people give us free stuff all the time. And just based on your followers, if you, you know, uh, I'll send you this sweatshirt if you rock it and post it on your page, you know, and then I'm walking around with the free sweatshirt that's dope. You oh, know, I, I can't I be mad at it. I ain't never did that. I you never done that? I ain't never you never that. said, oh, I got this many followers, so. No. How many okay, how many followers do you have? That's probably well, how many followers do you have? Uh twenty-five thousand. Oh well you, you got good. You got twenty five thousand or twenty five hundred? Twenty five thousand on Facebook. Oh wow. Oh oh see and I, you know what? I don't know why. Right, I rock with the old people. Like I, I, I don't I don't I'm only yeah, thinking Instagram. Like they, they don't give me uh like nice things like they might make me a nice little pound cake or or make me a lasagna <laughs> or something, you know. I was thinking Instagram. That's my fault. That is my fault. <laughs> right. Which one do you all prefer more? Are you an Instagram or Facebook person? Facebook is my family, my old high school and middle school classmate. Facebook is is my roots. Instagram is the brand. Yes. So it's, it's completely different. And then Snapchat, you know. <laughs> Snapchat don't ask me about my Twitter. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. have a Twitter. You don't have a Twitter? No. No. Black wow. Twitter gives me life. Like, like if, like if we're talking about all the uh, pitfalls of social media, one of the great things about social media is Black Twitter. Like, like that's my comedy. Like, it, like you don't have to buy another comedy show ticket ever. Just get your Twitter account. Yeah. And that's it. I feel like I'm. I feel like it's too late for me to start a Twitter. Like, people already talking, and I'm just gonna walk in the room like. It, I feel like it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Oh, well, well. We, we, well, we all know that there's, you know, different kinds of influencers. You got the uh, fashion influencers, makeup, lifestyle. So there's a whole bunch of influencers out there, just like Nina said. So everybody's out there doing what they want to do, getting getting it how they get it. And, yo, you can't be mad at it. You got book influencers, people that read books on their Instagram. I didn't yeah. even know that. You know, and, and, and they have all these followers and they get free books and they they're they're getting a lot, you know. And I think that the goal, though, that, that for what's, what I watched in this documentary is that the goal is if you are an influencer and if you have so many followers, the goal is to get like these all expense paid trips, yeah. vacations, you know, like shopping sprees like that's yeah. the goal. And, and I'm like, wow. So actually, this movie gives you the code on how to do it if you want to go that route to be an influencer it was kind of interesting and, and you know but i want to know from you all is there an age limit on being insta famous i know we kind of touched upon that but let's let's talk about that again because like is should like is there really an age limit no you got no, child no you got people you, like I, I i think influence is the key word like like you can be a leader at any point you can be someone yeah. that can make somebody of anything at any point you know what i'm saying so i wouldn't necessarily put an age on it but i guess um like the caveat is that like we know the dangers and the pitfalls of social media and that sort of thing so yeah without any sort of supervision without the sort of uh kind of good foundation for um influencing like like i would be afraid of of my eight-year-old going on social media and then having to deal with all that if he just needs to put a post on there then that's one thing but actually dealing with the interaction and all that stuff like that i like i don't i don't know how how that is if someone is underage like i don't know how that makes sense yeah that kind of scares me too you don't want them to think that that's how the world works yeah 
like no oh my god because of course you'll see um you'll see pictures of somebody graduate and then they get an internship and now they work for a fortune 500 but that's the highlight on instagram they didn't post the oh i slept in my car for two years and you'll become depressed thinking oh why are my accomplishments or why didn't i achieve this as fast as everyone else did that's not how the world works and i would never want my child to be so indulged into social media that they think that's reality and it's not yeah, yeah. it's freaking not but i mean ah. that's what, but that's what's happening now with all these kids you know they feel the pressure to compete they 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 feel pressure to get a certain amount of likes and it's sad it's sad now like this is what they aspire to they aspire to just getting likes and you know there are those those negative aspects of social media to where you know people are people are really trying to do the most for likes mm, you and said that it can a problem and it can make you socially awkward in real life you know you won't yeah. be able to really deal with with the reality of having a conversation with people you know it's, it's crazy because there's oh, not it's not real life you know social media is real life for, for a lot of people what's your thoughts nina i want to touch on you talking about being socially awkward because i know you have a follower that y'all talk all the time but they see you in person and don't say anything yeah, because they, yeah. they genuinely don't know how to socialize in person anymore. Yeah. That that's taken being taken away from us too. Oh, and then rewind. Let's not forget about our young girls and these bodies that they're seeing on social media that they assume, oh, my body is supposed to look this way and it doesn't. So now I'm ugly or I'm not pretty, or now I don't accept myself because I don't look like those social media girls. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for our young girls. I feel bad. I really do. I just feel like it's just so much pressure. You know, it's just so much pressure. Even like that uh, movie that we we talked about a few weeks, a few months ago, said about the little girls on Netflix. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, I forgot what it's called. Uh, uh, Did you see that movie, Nina? Um, What? It was on Netflix. I forgot the name of it. But the girls were dancing suggestive. Um, It's just one name, too. But it's. And they, they took that movie off quick, didn't they? Or something. They they took the poster down because the poster was sexually suggestive. Cuties, I think it's called Cuties. Cuties, Cuties on Netflix. Yeah. But it kind of talks about that whole social media and how they feel the pressure at like a young age to be sexy, you know, just to show their bodies and stuff. It's it's a lot. Yeah, I know. It gets to them woman, because, I'm sorry. I know it gets to them because as a grown ass woman, it gets to me. Yeah. So I know it gets to them. I know it does. But I, I really don't know how to properly communicate with the younger generation and letting them know that that's not reality when right. that's all they see. Yeah. Oh, good example. I'm sorry if I like veer off. I'm sorry. Y'all. No, no. I'm do it. So, you know, the silhouette challenge just happened on social media. Yeah. And uh, was it Chloe? The, you know, the, the sisters Chloe and oh, yeah. Which one was it with the dreads? Is that Chloe? Chloe, Chloe that's Chloe. Yeah, Chloe. When Chloe did the silhouette challenge, I kind of got sad. Now, I know she is a grown woman, so she can do whatever she pleases. But Chloe and Hallie in the world of city girls were showing young ladies that, hey, you can be another way. Like, that's not the only route that you have to take. So now that Chloe and Hallie have their own Instagrams and Chloe is doing the silhouette challenge and she's just showing her more her more sexy side, which she has the right to. It just makes me mad because, like, I want the girls to see something different. I want them to see something different. And if the people that you consider classy or reserved or 
the queens, if they are slowly shifting into that city girl lane too, then what else is there to offer? What else is there? Oh, oh, there she goes. There she oh, goes. I was so <laughs> sad. I was just like, wow. Yes. No, gosh, I was. Now she looked good. She looked yes, good. She looked good. good. Period. She looks good, but I was just like, oh well. Not necessarily. There goes another one, but. But it, it is pressure. It is pressure yeah. out there. You know what I mean. But at the same time, you know, I just feel like if that's what she wants to do, let her do it. You know, yeah. she said she was, you know, it, it, you know, she feels sexy and that's something that she wants to do. I but understand that, that. But back in the day, women couldn't do that. Like my mama never did that. Well, my mama never had AOL, so it was never did it on camera because because they didn't have social media. Like I, I... Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so, so they couldn't do it. But I don't think she would have done it. I know she would have done it, but I'm just saying. Like I don't know. It's just it's 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 a lot. It's a lot to take it. I gotta say, Nina too. I I'm love the look. She ever did the but would she do the busted challenge? Lord, we just talked about that 50 year old man. Don't make your mama do the busted challenge, please. Don't make her do the busted challenge. <laughs> Even though, and that's the crazy part. I'm telling you, don't make your mama do the busted challenge. But if she did, I would love to see it. It would make for great content. It would make for great content for the show. Everybody would be talking about it. Right. And it would go viral. It would definitely go viral. Nina, I, I'm loving your new look. I love the hair. I uh, love the short hair on you. And I know you got a organization, Bob Baddies, right? Hey, yes. Bob What's Baddies. that all about? Tell everybody about that. Okay, so anything that I do I like to just try to involve people in it now when I cut my hair first off let me say I have been wearing wigs and weaves since I was 11 years old from 11 to the age of 30 I never knew what I genuinely looked like okay never knew I was a chameleon but um I cut my hair a few months back and to feel not alone and to make myself feel better, I was like, let me find other ladies that have cut their hair off too. So now I have this whole bald baddies movement. It's right here in Dallas first, but I'm gonna eventually venture out. And uh, with bald baddies, we get together once a month, whether it be dance class, fitness class, I'm gonna have events once COVID is actually over, but uh, we get together once a month and we all share our stories. Some women are like this by choice because it was just fashion. Uh, some women do it to find themselves. Some women may be dealing with some type of sickness, so they had to shave it. But whatever the story is, we all come together once a month. Um, again, whenever COVID is over, I know one of my main priorities is that our um, community service focus on those ladies who have lost hair. I want them to feel like baddies as well. So that's the mission once Corona is over. But right now, I'm just slowly, slowly starting to build it and starting starting it with me like the more i post about it the more people will realize that it's a brand that i'm trying to grow the more people will hop on the train the more of a movement that i have so that when corona's finally over we're full throttle with it so yeah ball baddies baby i do so ball baddies events only if you have hair you are not allowed in the door wow no. so, so so that's dope so people could definitely holler at you uh in dallas to check out some of your ball baddie events and tell everybody what you got coming up next because i know you got a lot going on how many nina how many stations are you on besides doing the jeff fox show because i mean i let me one thing i've admired about you from the day one when i first met you is your grind and your hustle i mean i, I, I appreciate that 
like I'm, I'm telling you, like your grind and your hustle, and you are just so down to earth and such a good spirit. Like your energy. I remember there will be days, you know, when I was going through stuff at the radio station. We, that's a whole other show. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but let me tell you, you your energy just kept me going. I was like, yo, she's just sweet. It's just, I just really appreciate you. You know, you're dope. I appreciate you, and you know what, I, 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 you know how we feel. You know how you tell your people, we ain't got to talk every day. But if yeah. you ever need me, and you, I told you this not too long ago, I'm never gonna tell you no. I might say, oh dang, I have something at that time. Yeah. But you're never gonna get a no from me because you genuinely, you genuinely have to keep, especially in this old grimy industry, you gotta yeah. keep those good people on your team, not necessarily on your team as an alliance, but keep them close because yeah. you know what it is, you know what it is. But um, as far as my stations, I do, and I'm gonna, you know, I be crying all the time. Can you all be crying? So if I start crying, just ignore, just ignore me. It. But a lot yeah. of people say, oh. I love your hustle and your grind. And I really want to correct those two words. It's 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 favor and it's grace is what it is for me because a lot of people they have these stories of oh I sent out a thousand air checks and oh I waited in the lobby or just you know these really hustle stories like you went out and you got it the hard way. But me, I stay in my lane, I mind my business, I'm obedient and God gives it to me when it's time for me to have it. I've yeah. never grinded before i just try my best to stay obedient now right now i feel a little off balance so i'm pretty sure he gonna correct me about that but uh that's how i get everything that i have i've never done anything just so strenuous that it deserves a trophy of hustle nah like mm. what's for you really comes to you the jeff box thing i wish i can say that i auditioned or i sent air checks god gave that to me the stations that i'm on i I ain't send air checks for them neither. Like yeah. it, it just happens like that. Like it comes to you. And I'm not saying that as a brag, but if you genuinely are meant for something and doing what God wants you to do, he will bring it to you. Now you can't lay in the bed all day. I'm not saying that, right, but right. my story is not that hustle and grind. It's just a grace and mercy favor mm. kind of story, you know? So I, I always try to correct that hustle grind story because that ain't me. I don't know how to hustle. If you put me in another state and drop me off in the middle of the street and said, all right, now make it. I Look, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Like, I don't know. That ain't, that's just not me. That's not me. But everybody has a different type of story. And I'm grateful that mine is how it is. And I'm going to continue to um to let people know that I didn't grind. I just, I got it from him. Yeah, I got it from him. Well, 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 your work ethic is unmatched. How work ethic. Okay, work ethic. I like yes. that. We can do that. Yes, your tenacity. That. Like, I'm telling you, <laughs> you, are, you are amazing for real. And I just, again, I appreciate you taking time to holler at us and be on our show this Anytime. evening. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. What's your social media handle? And what stations can they check you out on? So I'm using this pandemic to rebrand everything my old web designer stopped answering the phone so i'm in the process of redoing everything so right now unfortunately um like everybody say hit me up on instagram at yep. nina underscore 1913 um i'm on in savannah e93 i'm on in my hometown lafayette louisiana q95 uh here in dallas we have k104 
which is hip hop. And then our sister station is KRB. So I work for both of those. You know, sometimes you just cross on over when they yeah. need to the help. You know how it is. Yeah, and then um, Colleen, Colleen, Texas. So that is, I think that's, I don't know. But, um, and I'm super excited to be on the Jeff Fox show. Let me tell you, man, that came out of nowhere. Like my yeah. goal, my goal must have been too small. Because I just wanted my own midday spot. Now, I'm grateful to be voice striking Kenya for these stations. I'm uh -huh. grateful. But I really want my own show. Like, I want to be behind the mic, getting listeners, giving away stuff, doing events. Like, I don't have my own. And that gets to me sometimes. So my goal was to have my own midday show. But that syndication came out of nowhere. Like, that yeah. mug just came like a mixtape. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what to say. So. I'm excited to say now that, oh, boom, I'm a syndicated such and such. And even though I have that under my belt, I still want my midday spot. That's crazy. I, like, you. I know how I it is. It. But yeah. Oh, let me tell you, this is dope. This podcast and how you guys have it. What is this? Uh, What is this platform called? StreamYard. Oh, StreamYard is about to make some money. <laughs> this is dope. I give it to Sid. Sid is an amazing producer. Like Sid, I give all credit to him. So Sid has a radio background too. So Sid and I met in Myrtle Beach when we worked at uh, DAI in Myrtle Beach. Okay, okay, big bet, big bet. Yeah. Sid, boy, you doing it? Like trying. That's I'm gonna God. have to learn how to work. Hello, I'm gonna have to give learn how to work this because this is it. This is this is some futuristic stuff. You know, radio is not gonna be the same, child. Radio, podcasting, all of these streaming platforms, it's not going to be the same. This is it right here. And yeah. you can have an audience with this, and it's mm -hmm. live at the same time. What's that? Said you got you something with this one, boy. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. wish I had the idea to make it. What'd you say? I said, I wish I was the one that made the software. Man, it's still dope, though. It's yeah. still really dope. So shout out to you. Okay, said. Y'all so ratchet because Kenya has his awards in the background and said got the nice home with the greenery and I'm in the closet. I'm a, <laughs> but the sound is good in the closet. Y'all know the, how it is. The sound is the best Take in the time. closet. Let me let me tell you, and then I, I don't have I don't have a uh, a walk-in right now, so I like like in my office right here. I like go in this little closet and I record and it's the best sound in the world. Tell are you me. in open space or are you in a closet area right now? No, I'm in an open space right now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, yeah. I got a closet. Closet. Closets are the best. Closets are the can, best. I can have my background looking like this, bro. Y'all, y'all done <laughs> sold out. <laughs> yeah, hey, that means like, you put in that work, though. That's where that's where the magic goes down to the closet. Let's, when let's I open this closet up. door, just know. Just know it's going down when I open yeah. this closet door. Yeah, everybody. This this is our girl Nina. Nina, again, thank you so much for just taking time to be with us and talk about the whole social media pros and cons and explosion and all that good stuff. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you. Thank you so much. This is my girl right here, everybody. This is Nina. Don't forget you can follow her, Nina underscore nineteen thirteen, representing the yes, lady. Delta. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. All right, y'all have a good one and be blessed and don't be fake on social media. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She is the best, man. Yeah, she's dope. Wow. She's dope. That's good, man. So what's up, Sid? What do you what do you gotta say, man? I think we're gonna wrap everything up. What did you think about the whole social media thing?
I was going to get into the other part too, because uh, fake famous is one area of it. The other part of social media is the psychological part, the uh, the artificial intelligence part. Uh, have you seen the uh, movie, uh, the documentary Social Dilemma? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. so, so I think once you wind that in, because now you have like the clout chasing part with a lot of the uh, young people are in like they're, they're chasing likes they're chasing followers they're they're chasing all these things on the content side you have uh corporations who are curating your own reality like whatever you like that's what you'll see you know what i'm saying so yeah. like not only is it giving us issues with uh kind of uh developing interpersonal skills but also is helping radicalize people because now it's very easy for you to kind of find something on Whatever you are, like 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 those organizations, like uh, like the Boogaloo Boys and the Proud Boys, and those like they use social media so that they can radicalize people and begin to spread their message and, and grow. So like it's like like social media has all these pitfalls, but it has some great things, but it has a whole lot of pitfalls too. So it's like <sighs> that's a real good point because that's why we as African American men and African American people we don't see what the Proud Boys see on their social media when they. Open up their uh, social media pages, their Instagram, and you know when you go to that one page where it just shows you all these different things. Like for me, when I open mine up, it shows a bunch of food. It's like <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's gonna show. It, it, it shows lots of food. It shows lots of entertainment stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like acting and radio stuff. So I get food. Food is the main thing, right? But just imagine now, like the, those Proud Boys and stuff, that's all they see. Now, I, I saw a lot of Black Lives Matter stuff yeah. on my feed too. But that's a real good point that you made, you know, and, and they're they're curating everything now. It's like now, like we've taken that away because like now you don't see the beauty of the diversity. You see whatever that you like to see. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a person that likes to see guns you're probably going to see a lot of guns on your page or if you or if you believe in some of the conspiracies that are going on you're probably going to see things that relate to the conspiracy so like yeah. it's one of those things that like we have to find a way to prevent social media from damaging minds because to me that's what it's doing it's changing not only how we interact with people but it but but it's changing how we think about things that's a good point i think for me what what bothers me about social media like the negative would be people that are addicted to social media people that don't know how to put down their phones yeah they're not pressing to when it's time to be engaging you know like when it's time to just have a conversation but people just want to scroll 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 all day even like at, at a get together you know there, there are people that just can't put the phone down and it makes them socially awkward you know put the phone down stop taking selfies all the time you know like it's people like grown-ass people that really have a problem with it and they don't even see that they're socially awkward they don't even see and, and then they wonder why do they have anxiety you know like that's all that they do i i i see it all the time and it's a problem you know it's a problem like i just feel like you know at a certain age you just got to know when to just say okay look i get it when you're younger because that's all they know is the internet all they know is social media but when you're you know over the age of 35 like it's like i had a had an old school southern mama and i had a southern grandma you know what i'm saying so, mm-hmm. so like a lot of that was instilled in me uh, from an early age and and like there's some things that i won't deviate from but but there are some things that a lot of people didn't experience so like they don't know how know that it always be in my, in my phone or in certain sort of social set, set settings. They don't know what's right and what's wrong because they've never been taught anything at all. Yep. Social media, the pros and cons. 
Very interesting, man. Oh, one more thing too. Uh, social uh, identity theft. That's that's a big problem. You know, that's a, identity theft. You know, that's that's another thing too. And 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 all these people like if one more person hit me up for that Bitcoin shit, I promise. Oh my god. That that like that's literally like everybody all of my new friends uh like anytime i get a new friend request on uh, facebook it's somebody dealing in bitcoins or forex if if i get it in uh in um on instagram it's somebody who makes flyers or makes cartoons do you do you want a cartoon of, of, your, picture? of your face i don't want no cartoon i already got a cartoon in my face <laughs> your face is a cartoon like it's like come on now <laughs> right. you didn't catch that right now <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so what's up i know we're running over time said we gonna wrap up the show or what dog you want me to do these how many stories because some of these stories i could skip we could do next week or um uh, well it's ti and tiny there's not really an update on that we can do that next week uh lauren london we can uh, gloss over her they said that she was pregnant Possibly. But she's not. She she said that she's not pregnant. Nick Cannon, he's returning as the host of Wildin' Out after being fired from the show last year. Uh, but he's coming back. So that's a good thing. Uh, let's see. Diddy is filed. He's filed a $25 million lawsuit against Sean John Clothing. He sold the brand back in 2006 to Global. I that. You said I what? That news. You said what, bro? I said I missed that news when he sold Sean John. I don't, I don't know what, what else. Because I, I didn't know about it either, but stuff goes under the table. But of course, we wouldn't know because it's, it's still Sean John. You know, like it's still Sean John. People still correlate that to Diddy. So I don't think that they would really put that out there. But that's why he. Part of the lawsuit, too, is that like he, uh, since he's not no longer associated with the uh, company, they still used his likeness. And, and he's saying that uh, he never gave them permission to uh, right. continue to use that. So that seems right. like what that's going on. Right. Uh, and then we talk. OK, so here's another thing that's really big is Swiss Beat says he wants to do the ultimate versus battle. This will be huge between the late great Tupac and Biggie Smalls. Now, that how would they do that? You said what? How would they do it, though? That was like uh, four or five years ago. Um, they did that hologram of Tupac and Snoop and yes. uh, and, Biggie. and Coachella. Yeah. Uh, so would they do a, do a, a hologram versus or would they kind of get Tupac's people or his DJ and Biggie's DJ and people or something like that and do it like that? I think they would probably get like Mr. C. That's uh, Biggie's DJ and maybe Tupac's DJ and just run those hits. But that would be dope. I mean, it would definitely bring back memories because I'm a fan of both of them. Um, I, I think that Biggie would win because Biggie had more radio friendly hits, I think, you know, but Tupac, they're both excellent. You know, they're both legends. Uh, so that would be really dope to see go down. Yeah. That would be really dope to see. But I think, like, like you really would need somebody because, like, why would I want to watch Lil C's play play Biggie? Song? Play Biggie. Like, yeah, I was thinking about that too. They probably like, like, really, like, what I need is like, like, am I gonna have some Faith Evans or some Lil Kim or something? Like, like, give me some, some somebody who's real, real close to, close to you, and they got the star power to go along with it because I, I don't, I don't know, know that Lil C's would make me interested in watching that but maybe yeah. little Kim and and um Jada Pinkett Jada Pinkett for Tupac that too yeah that would be dope but uh would Will Smith allow that he allowed the whole entanglement yeah he'd allow that he oh yeah that. yeah he fine with entanglements yeah he, he's like whatever now he might feel some kind of way once it goes public but you know 
<laughs> Remember how he was looking like sad. Like I felt embarrassed and sad for him, but then again, I realized that he's a multimillionaire. So, right. And again, like we talked about last week, you know the uh, the rich, you know rich rich folks. They their sex lives are uh, just crazy. They do some wild stuff. They own some different stuff. Yeah, they they do. Rich folks, they be they be getting it in. They do some wild stuff. So it is what it is. Okay. Uh, I was hearing your, uh, well, she's not your uh, person, but uh, that lady, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Who that? Uh, that's that That's that crazy uh, Congress lady uh, down there uh, in Georgia. Yeah. Now, what's what? Now, what? what what's her story? Because I remember we talked about that kind of earlier. What's what's you know? She's 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 different. White lady. Yeah, that white lady. Yeah, yeah. She was having an affair with a guy into uh, polyamorous tantric sex. What? Polyamorous. So what was she? She was doing women only. Because that was way too many words for me that I didn't understand. But polyamorous means that it was a whole lot of people. So so it was at least people. Tantric sex is some sort of um, kind of ritualistic sex where, where like it, where like they get so into your mental that the intimacy goes along with the sexual whatever it is. So like it makes your experience and your orgasm more potent because you now have this mental intimacy thing going on with it. So like there's something. so anyway, she was having an affair with that guy. Stop having an affair with that guy. Start having an, an another affair with the assistant manager of the gym. So uh, that story is coming out. Uh, so she's cheated on her husband uh, of 20 plus years with two men out of the gym that she runs. But she is uh, sent by God to uh, defend Trump and do all the other stuff. But yeah, a lot of that's, crazy politics. That's a lot of sweaty nuts. It really is. Yeah. A lot of sweaty. And have you seen her? Like I can't even imagine her even in sexual situations. Like she, I, I don't those know. be those be the ones that be the biggest freaks, though. Sandra, you know, I'm just saying, Sandra. <laughs> I mean, oh man, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show. But before we wrap up, one more story, man. Um, Popeyes, shouts out to Popeyes. Last year they did it with that chicken sandwich. This year they are back with the Cajun flounder fish sandwich and I had it yesterday. I was going to sample it live on the air tonight but um, because I wanted to eat because I ate that sandwich last night (laughs) and I'm trying to be healthy you know what I'm saying but um, yo I'm going to tell you that fish sandwich is good. Woo! It is good. I mean I'm going to have to check it for myself because we know how you like fish sandwiches so I love a good fish sandwich, but it's good. I mean, but it's good because we talked about this before, but um, when I bit into it, I was like, McDonald's fish filet, what? Who? Oh, it's better than McDonald's? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would never betray you. I'm sorry. Now, you say that. It's... When I I bit into this sandwich, it kind of snatched my soul. It snatched your soul? Yeah, and it was just like Kenya, and it was so good. It was, and, then, and I put a little extra tartar sauce on it too. That extra uh, tartar sauce they got at Popeyes, and oh, I had, I huh? So they gave you an extra pack of tartar sauce. Yeah, and I had, and you know, and then when I asked for the extra pack, the woman she looked like she wanted to be my ass. Oh, cause she didn't want to give you no extra. 
<laughs> you know, they be getting mad with that. When you ask for anything extra, because I went to the hood, Popeyes. So the sandwich came out early here in Atlanta. It was supposed to come out today, but they dropped it yesterday here in Atlanta. And when I saw it, I drove past. I was like, oh, let me go get that fish sandwich. And it was good. It was really good. It's like on that brioche bun. Um, oh, the, yeah, the brioche bun is buttered. They got the pickles. You know, I got mine with no pickles. I don't like pickles. Um, but I got extra, you know, I got a little extra pack of tartar sauce, which they were reluctant to give me. But it was really good. So I think you should try it. Yeah, I probably will try it. I, I actually like the chicken sandwich. Now, funny thing, I, I don't go to Popeye's often. Um, really? I do go to Popeye's. Um, I, I probably get the uh, chicken sandwich. And now everybody and watch everybody's gonna follow with the fish sandwich. I, I trust and believe everybody's gonna try to do it. Bojangles already got one out down here. Um it one of my one of my buddies said that it, it tastes like Burger King's fish sandwich. I don't think so. It tastes much better than Burger King fish sandwich. Burger King. See, I don't like Burger King's fish sandwich. Me neither. It used to be good back in the day, but they changed it. They made it like thinner and it's not Burger King don't have a good fish sandwich, but this fish sandwich is really good. Make sure, though, when you get it, make sure that it's fresh and get your tartar sauce. And then I was being like, you know, like I was having my fat boy issues when I did get this. And I ordered a side of the shrimp too, the Cajun shrimp. Mm -hmm. And it was good and crunchy. Oh, yeah, they got shrimp too. Popeye shrimp, real good. Yeah. It was real good. So I ate that. So that's, and I'm telling you, it's like, man, that thing sat on my stomach all night, all day today. And (laughs) I'm just glad it's out. So uh, normally this would be the end of the show, um, but um, I have a uh, frozen screen, so I'm looking at everything and uh, everything's working. Uh But like you know how everything kind of gets ghosted out where you you can't really see it. Um, So that's kind of where I am. So I can't do anything to the show. It's it's actually saying that um, I might have to close the program. So you might have to talk for like thirty seconds. And then I can get back because it won't even let me stop the show. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, let's see. Well, okay. So if I'm going to talk for 30 seconds, I'm going to wrap up the show. We appreciate you checking out the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you're on Facebook, yo, we really appreciate all the comments. Sally, shouts out to you, baby. We love you. Thank you for checking us out. Don't forget if you're watching us on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up and subscribe button and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart app and wherever you get all your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Everybody mad on Facebook and on IG, the gram, man. We really appreciate you all so much for your love and your support. Said, now you're frozen. Yeah, said it's frozen. So it's just me right here and I'm just all by myself and that's it nina shouts out to nina nina thank you so much for doing the show if you're still watching we really appreciate you you are the best love you to death man you it, i was about to say damn you got a twin that's it man again so been real. i said this is still your birthday month so we are celebrating you man and the greatness that you are i really appreciate you you are just an amazing brother man i'm, I'm proud to call you my friend I appreciate that, friend. And um, hey, friend. Yeah, I appreciate you co-hosting the show with me. Uh, last few uh, uh, comments that we have uh, before we go, uh, Mama. Mama watched the show. Uh, hold on, what she say? But she told you, "Hey, too." Oh, that's hey to you too. Oh, that's your mom. Yeah, that's my mama. 
Hey, Miss Sally. I'm sorry I called you Sally. Hey, Miss Sally. Mm-hmm. Hey, Miss Sally. Yep, you know, I'm kind of spoiled, so I, so I don't like her showing anybody love but her baby boy. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sandra. Yep, my family uh, checking in, but I uh, appreciate uh, all y'all checking in on the Everybody Mad Live podcast. So, yeah, uh, we'll see you next week on episode number 40. It's been real. We appreciate you joining us on the show.